0: Welcome to the We Go Boldly podcast. I'm Riley Karsh. And I'm Tova Copan, And we're so excited to have you with us on this journey. We are inviting you to the forefront of your
1: own life. We are pushing you to examine your own unique feminine mythology and release the anchors
0: of unreasonable expectations. Tune in as we discuss everything from culture and relationships to careers and advocacy. Let's be bold and
1: brave together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Go Boldly podcast. We are super, super excited because we're in season four, and it's kind of amazing. Um, when we started the podcast, we probably didn't contemplate four seasons to uh, to happen so quickly. And so... Um, effortlessly, not effortlessly. <laughs> so, so well, um, but we're really excited to kick off this season with you all. This is the first episode of season four. And, um, as always, I am thrilled to have my co-host and friend and business partner with me,
0: Tova. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Um, I am excited to be here as well. This is, you know, we often record, um, a couple of weeks or days, depending on, on, on what's happening in our lives in advance. And so this was uh, my kid's first day of school. And so I have all sorts of feelings happening right now. Um, but I am excited and I'm really excited for this season. There's, it's, it's amazing when we look back and we can see that we've had 36 conversations about a variety of things. And there's still so much we want to talk about. And this season in particular is one that um, I feel like is going to be talking about a lot of things that are near and dear to both of our hearts. And, and in many ways, the conversations that we'll be having similar to last season are, are some of the reasons that we wanted to even start a podcast. So we are excited to be here.
1: Yeah, all of that uh, is absolutely true, stuff I agree with, and um, as Tova said, we're going to have a larger conversation this season, and we're focusing on concepts of identity and what that means and what it means on a personal level and what it means on kind of a larger scale and how identity impacts all of us as we move through life and and really what how do we look at our own identity how do we this is a this is a not the great greatest way to say it but how do we identify our own identity um and and where do we go like how do we figure these things out i know in talking with my kids sometimes there you know there's lots of preteen angst happening already and then there's some Other, you know, larger questions of life, of who am I going to be? What am I going to do? All of these things. How do I fit into the world? And um, so these questions are really universal to humans, right? These are the kinds of things that impact us at all stages of life. I think from beginning, you know, when you start thinking about your, when you start separating from your parents and understanding that you're an individual that functions in the world, all the way until you know you're you're more senior and thinking about perhaps the end of your life of what is who was i how, who am i and how does the how does that play in my life so it's a big conversation and we have a lot of exciting episodes planned um but before we get into all of those we want to revisit a topic that is some pertinent to this conversation but of course also pertinent to pretty much every episode we have recorded since we talked about this in the very, very beginning of our show. And that is listening to and tuning into your own inner voice. And if you have been listening to us um, for any time now, you've heard us talk about this before. It is a topic um, that we feel pretty strongly about. It's something that we think once you start a practice that allows you to identify with your inner voice to hear it to tune into it and whatever that means for you then it's much easier to kind of function in the world of knowing who you are what your purpose is and how you how you can start to work on some of these other topics that we're talking about so today we are revisiting an old episode uh, about your inner voice. We're redoing it because we think uh, we have more to say about it. And we also want to kind of refresh your memories and, and bring it back up for more conversation.
0: Yeah. And you know, one thing as someone who um, talks a lot about finding your inner voice (laughs) and writes a lot about it and certainly strives to do it for me, what you'll find is when you stop listening. So you've, you've started listening, you're whether it's journaling or meditating, you're, you're just trying to check in with yourself throughout your day or your life. And then you stop listening is when you really start feeling unsettled. So just, just to sort of emphasize that in a way this, it, it does get easier in a sense, because um, if you're going along, not, you know, we're like, maybe this is your first episode listening to us, which would be a great one because we're just kind of starting from almost restarting in a sense, um, at least with this conversation. Um, and you're thinking, well, I don't, I don't even know how to listen to my inner voice or I don't know what that is. Or maybe you've just found us because you just took our, our little mini course on finding your inner voice. And now you're like, but, But it seems hard and I have to do it all the time. It's amazing because it does eventually become part of your life of all right, checking in. I'm gonna check in with myself and see what I actually think and what I actually need or want. And then when you stop doing that, you're you feel unsettled. And it is a reminder, like, okay, I need to keep making sure that I I keep coming back to myself. And no matter what's happening in the outside world or what's going on in my life, I need to set aside the time so that I keep checking in with myself. Because as we've talked about a lot over the last uh, six months, more than six months, um, it is so easy to let the voice of society kind of get in your head and you start following these, these shoulds or that the way things should be. Or the way that you should be doing something, and it's important to check in with that. And and frankly, you know, you and Riley, um, you and I just had a conversation right before this started about always making sure that we're checking in um, as business partners with what the business is doing, and just making sure that we're following what's most authentic to to us, with the the caveat that you might not change anything in your life. You might be like, Oh yeah, Nope. This is tracking. I'm, I'm, I am, this is what I want to be doing, but it's really important that we always take that time to check in because so many of the other conversations we've had, you can't even really have unless you, you know who you are.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's absolutely true. And it's, um, as you say, Tova, it gets easier over time. So if we sort of circle back to the beginning of what do we even mean? Like if you're, if you're new to this, if you're, as Tova said, if you're new to our show, what do we even mean when we're talking about your inner voice? Like what is this wooey concept that that we're throwing out at all of you? And, you know, you might look at it that way. You might think, okay, this is, to you know quote new age for me um you may not either way is is fine but the the idea is that we all have an inner core to us and that thread inside of you in in whatever it is 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 who you are that is your inner voice whatever the core of you says really contains your, you know, your inner morals, your ethics, your ethos. What do you feel about the world? How do you view the world? How do you view other people? And obviously that is influenced by all the outside things coming at you on a daily basis. It's influenced by your family systems or, you know, your work dynamics or all the other things that could possibly come into your, uh, physical and emotional space and impact how you view what's happening in your life. But then if you, you know, if you, if you do the things we're talking about, if you start to tune in and really sort of peel those outer distractions, so to speak, away, that inner thread is what we're talking about. What do you, as an individual, as a human, feel, think, believe, hold onto as you are sort of your personal being, what is there at the center when all the other stuff falls away. And that can be super uncomfortable for people. I mean, it can be like <laughs> really hard to stop all the noise and actually listen to that. Cause sometimes we don't like what we hear. Sometimes we think other people won't like what they hear. If, if we're honest about what's at the core of us, um, and sometimes we're trained to think whatever is there at the core of us is wrong. And, and that's unfortunate, obviously. Um, but, it, it, and then all of that is of course, why it is so can be so uncomfortable and so challenging to start this process. It is still a necessary and worthy process to undertake because when you do it, when you start to do it, when you start to peel back those layers, and understand who you are at your core and then allow that out into the world you will over time become much more comfortable you will over time be able to access your purpose in life whatever it might be in your your you know your happiness your contentment your joy um and other things as well but like those core tenants will start to come to the surface so we're going to take just a quick uh, break. And when we come back, we're going to start talking about how it is, you know, what logistically can you do to begin that process? And we'll be right back.
0: Are you looking
1: to connect? Do you want more from your relationship
0: with our show? You may think this is a match.com ad, but no, we're asking you to join our go boldly together Facebook community. That's right. Friends. Join us on Facebook at Go Boldly Together
1: and help us build our bold society of limitless women.
0: Let's connect, converse, and laugh together as a community.
1: Plus, we promise no weird pics like you might find on a dating site. That's right. See
0: you on Facebook at Go Boldly Together. Back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Um, Yeah, we will dive into, you know, what what you can do to sort of start the process but just to add on to what you were saying Riley for me it has been sort of a coming home process um and really you know coming back to yourself and i know that there are you know so many places that we see like new year new you or new this or new that but i think these processes, this this process of listening to yourself truly is a revealing almost or a coming home to who who you've been and what can be hard in addition to just finding the energy and time to actually do it, right? Because it's hard to do it in our busy lives. But what can also be hard and rather jarring, is realizing that you haven't been in a relationship with yourself for potentially decades, right? When you go back and you think like, when was the last time that I've, you know, actually expressed to the world what I feel deep inside, it can be really a rev revelation when you're like, oh, it's been, it's been decades. (laughs) It's been decades since I've really like tapped in. Oh, okay. So seven years, I was seven years old. Okay. I got it. And, and, you know, we've talked about the signs that society sends to you to say that, Hey, 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 this is the way things should be. And this is the way that you should be measuring yourself. And all of that noise is so loud and it comes in as early as on two, three, four, and it can just drown out your own voice to the point that you don't even know that it's there anymore. Not even that you're not listening, but you forgot that it's even there. And, um, and it's really important to us. I mean, um, it's one reason that we just, um, rolled out our new course and we call it back to you, right? Cause it's not like finding your new, there's no one new in there. Yeah, right? I I find that phrase
1: so frustrating, the new year, new you. I really wish it was like new year actual you. <laughs> like, yes. It would be, I feel like it would be so much more authentic if you could. I mean, I and myself included, if we could all sort of aim for that, new year actual you. And which is not to say it's bad to want to change certain things about yourself, right? Like if you want to get in better physical shape, if you want to quit smoking, if you want to, you know, climb a mountain, I don't know, whatever like things you want to do, but those things are surface level things. They are not going to change the core of who you are. And that's that's the part of that phrase that drives me crazy. It's not a new you it's a new surface level perhaps, but it's not going to change who you are at your core. And, um, and that's what we're talking about right now is getting to that, getting to that core. We're having a, this is a much, you know, we might be joking and because that's our nature, we might be laughing, but this is a much deeper conversation. This is about like who you are, at the center of your being and maybe you've never told anyone and that's that's certainly possible i think it's possible for a lot of people uh, because it's scary right you you if you tell people who you really are at your at your heart core whatever terms you want to use for it and somebody rejects that that that's devastating right that feels like the potential for real devastating loss to your to your ego, to your, you know, to your, your self-esteem, to your self-worth, all of those things. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be if you are able to get to the point where you value yourself enough to know that that inner core and that human inside of you that wants to come out and meet the rest of the world, um, is a worthwhile being simply for the fact that that is who you are, and no other reason.
0: Yeah, and listen, we love new things. I mean, I am I am all for doing new things. I I actually am like a huge proponent. But you know that process of doing new things can help uncover who you who you are because you you do something new. Um, I mean, I, I've told the story before, and I'm sure I'll tell it again. But I for years refused to go to like comedy clubs because I was so nervous about someone talking to me. And I had built this whole persona in my head as someone who was timid and quiet. And, and yes, I am definitely an introvert, but, um, but someone who maybe wouldn't be comfortable with that sort of thing. And then I ended up going to a comedy club for, um, a specific reason and for charity, I'll do just about anything for <laughs> charity. And yep. Yep. Uh, And I went there and it wasn't, it wasn't nearly as scary. And it, it kind of made me um, see myself in a, and by the way, the guy did call out and talk to me like in front of everybody. And I was there by myself. And um, so it was just as traumatic as I thought it could be, but it wasn't traumatic. Like it, it, and it, it revealed something to myself that maybe I was a little more daring than I thought I was, or a little stronger. And I think that's the point, right? Is that doing new things can reveal yourself to who you are, but you're still figuring out who that person inside is. It's not discovering someone new. It might feel like you're discovering someone new if you haven't been in touch with that person for. Most of your life, it could be like a brand new person, but um, you know, there are there, there's someone in there, and whether, like Riley said at the beginning, whether you're into the woo of it all, we all have that core person inside of us. Um, maybe you think of them as like a gut check or whoever, but for so long, I think we're so used to not listening to that person, and so we're not listening to who that inner voice. And so we have to practice doing it and we have to really consciously set aside the time and energy to try to listen. And whether it's a practice of journaling or whether it is a practice of meditation or walks in the woods or, um, a dance party in your kitchen. I mean, whatever it is that brings you that sense of, I I always, for me, it's whatever brings me that sense of stillness inside of me where you shut out all of the other noise and all of the other um, society language, screaming, kind of bashing in your head going, this is what you should do. This is the way it should be. And as you integrate those things purposefully into your day and your life, then you will find that there are times, and I'm noticing that I can do this a little better, a little sooner, a little more often, where I can get very upset about something and then I can stop and go, okay, let's check in. What am I actually upset about? What's actually wrong with this situation or what what is happening here? Because oftentimes that first feeling or first reactions or the first thing that you think might not actually be your, your true, as Glennon Doyle would say, you're knowing it's something else. It's society or it's what you think. But then when you take that time, you can really check in with your, with yourself.
1: Yeah. It's, it, it's important that, um, everyone understand that it is different for each of us, right? This process can look different for everybody and that that's okay. The important, I think that the, the thread that ties everyone together is that it's intentional, that it's a process of intentionally starting to pay attention to your reactions, to pay attention to the information you're receiving or the disinformation you're receiving. to pay attention to the kinds of influences in your life, the way in which your family functioned when you were growing up, the way your family functions now, if you're in a family system, um, and, and to start being a bit more intentional about how you look at and hear and observe and, and then absorb that information, because once you start Doing that, it actually becomes hard to stop. And that's the great part about it is that, you know, the moment you start becoming more aware of what's happening around you, you're, it's almost like your brain and your body take over, right? They're like, oh, okay, this is what we're going to do now. We're going to start to notice that every, you know, if you're a person who watches real TV, I don't know, I'm not of the real TV generation, but There are real TV people out there Um, and you see commercials, you'll start to notice like these commercials are telling me these same things over and over and over again. And I'm absorbing it, but you know, it's not real. Like this isn't real information Um, or it's impacting me in this, this way or whatever it is, you start to become more aware. And that's, you know, that's kind of a superficial example, but it's still, it still holds true for everything. Or if every time you talk to your mom or your, or your mother-in-law on the phone, you hang up and you have this tightness in your stomach. That's a, that's a sign to you that there's something going on, that there's a, there's a feeling there and that maybe you need to start looking at it and being intentional about what's happening in those conversations. That's creating that feeling in your body and how can you address it so that you can peel it back and see what's underneath it? That's, that's really the process is a, of, a, a, you know, I, I hate this example cause it's kind of cliched, but it's really like the onion peeling, you know, of the layers, right? You're peeling the layers of the onion away to get to the middle and understand what else is there underneath all of the things that are coming at you on a daily basis, because we are inundated with messages. We're inundated with messages intended to sell us things. We're inundated with messages, particularly as women telling us how to look, how to act, how to feel, how to walk, how to, you know, how to interact with other people in the best possible way. And most of those are about making money for other people. And so if we can start to see that and understand it and accept that that's what's happening and take ourselves outside of that experience. you know you see it, you name it and then you release it. then we can start to kind of one heal that experience because there is some healing to be done there for most of us as women. And two, we can take it away from this, the noise inside us. We can sort of block that noise and start to focus on our own feelings do I really want to lose another 20 pounds? Do I really need to? I, I don't know. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you can start to understand if that's something you want, or if it's something you think you're supposed to do, because that's what society is telling you to do. Um, I mean, that's such a con that's like the common example, because that's what I hear so often, but there are, you know, 8 million other examples, right? Do I really want to be in a relationship or would I rather be single because I really enjoy being single. That's often something that people look down on in this culture. Maybe you really like being single, but you feel like you're supposed to be out there dating and and involved with a a partner uh, because that's what society tells you to do. And so if you can start to hear those things and parse through them and understand what it is that you really want versus what the culture and all of the weight of the people around you are putting on you, then that's where we get to the core of who you are. Um, I did promise we'd talk logistics, which we have not quite done yet. <laughs> We're going to take another quick break. And I I promise after this break, we will come back and we will talk about, you know, concrete steps you can take on a daily basis. Uh, we'll talk about our course, which is free. So that's awesome. Um, and we will uh, talk about some coaching ideas that you can also look into for ways to help you start this process. So we'll be back in a minute.
0: Do you need more email? Have you not signed up for enough this year? How is your internet scrolling
1: going right now? Let us help you out. That's right. It's time to subscribe to our
0: Go Boldly Initiative newsletter and check out our shiny new website. Head on over to www.goboldlyinitiative.com. To sign up right now. You'll stay on top of exciting news and upcoming events and get a chance for some fun freebies. At GoBoldlyInitiative.com,
1: you will find info about us, the podcast, our Patreon community,
0: and of course, everyone's favorite, merch. And don't forget, your inbox isn't really full until you hear from the Go Boldly Initiative. Back to the episode. Welcome back um yes we are going to jump into the how to's and of course though I had I do have something I need to add to what Riley was saying as usual but um in addition to what she was saying about you know it's, it's society and maybe someone wants to make money off of you are we doing something or does somebody else want us to do something because it's for our benefit and it's for our own good or is it because it makes their life easier and it could be an individual's life it could be society as a whole. I mean, it is easier for society if we are too busy to listen to our inner voice, if we're too busy to take the time to hear, if we are going, 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 if we feel that we are, uh, you know, if we're carrying the weight of imposter syndrome with us, if we are just carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders because we are told all of these things that we should be doing and we're not listening to our our inner knowing as to what we should be doing. It can keep us from causing trouble, from speaking our truth, from speaking out. Um, We have a, uh, we always do research uh, with all of these episodes and we have our outline in front of us. And there's a line in their outline that my eyes just keep looking at. And it says, you know, wonder woman isn't shy and, you know, we need to speak our truth. And so the first step to doing that is figuring out what our truth is, right? We can't speak our truth if we don't know what it is. And so there are lots of things that you can do throughout your life um, throughout your day, whether it's your morning or some points during the day or the evening to take these steps. And what the goal is, is to, um, shut out that noise, the both often literal noise, depending on who you are, but the figurative noise pressing on you, trying to get you to hear what other people want you to do and oftentimes this noise is in your own head and it sounds like you or it sounds like what you think you should be doing or maybe it sounds like your mom or it sounds like um a friend or a teacher growing up you know oftentimes people who have influenced us that's how the voice sounds in our heads and so we need to do things that will shut out that noise. And for me, I meditate daily. Sometimes it's super short. Sometimes it's super long. Sometimes it's just breathing. It kind of depends on where I'm at that day. Um, and I don't journal daily, but I feel way better when I do. So I journaled yesterday. I've journaled today. We'll try it again tomorrow and see how we do. Because when you're journaling, it gets really boring. I think really quickly, if you're just writing down the shoulds, like, oh, I really need to do that. Or, oh, I really need to do this. Like it doesn't take very long to actually get, get kind of deep in there when you're writing things down on a daily basis. Um, And so those are my, my two go-tos. I know Riley enjoys those. There's other ones as as well, other things to do.
1: Yeah. I I think, The biggest takeaway logistically of how you sort of start this process is to start. One of the things that we all get hung up on is it has to be perfect before we do it. It has to be, everything has to be the ideal setting. There can be, you know, nothing wrong. Otherwise, how can we possibly start doing this? And um, as a person who suffers from that, I will say that um, it will never be the ideal perfect time to start. So you just have to start. And so that's the first, biggest, most important piece of advice that we have for everyone is to just decide that now today is the day I'm going to start paying attention to the, the noise inside my head, the physical feelings inside my body. You know, whatever that looks like for you. And of course, like Tova mentioned, you know, I meditate every day. I try to journal every day. I don't always make it. Um, to be perfectly honest, it sometimes it feels like a chore. And once that starts happening, I skip it because that will just keep me from doing it the next day. I also try to... Uh, write down mantras every day, which helped me keep them in my mind. I know Tova puts them up around her house. I do as well. Um, And I do them with my kids, which is um, a great thing to do together. And so those sorts of things start to get you into a routine, into a habit. Um, And that's a big part of the process is creating a habit every day of taking time for yourself to quiet things, to have some silence, because I know, you know, most people find silence uncomfortable. Um, there's always music going or the TV going, or, um, you know, they're always talking or there's always something happening. And so to get yourself to the point, or they're always moving, like those are the, those are the four things. So if you can get yourself to the point where those things can stop and you can have a little quiet, even if it's with a guided meditation. So you still have some sound, which I would highly recommend. If you are a person in this sort of category, then it will allow you to really sort of listen to yourself. Cause there's plenty of noise going on in your own mind. Trust me. Once you quiet everything else, you'll start hearing all that noise. Um, and that's when you will start the process of hearing what's happening inside you, feeling what's happening inside you. It may become uncomfortable and that's okay because discomfort, will not last forever. And it's usually a sign that something's happening, right? That there is something to look at. And that's part of this process. Um, the other things that you can do, I think we mentioned this earlier, get, You know, getting out into nature is always a good thing. Knowing yourself and knowing where you connect. Like for me, I'm always most connected if I'm out on a, a hiking trail in the middle of nowhere and I can't hear other people, but that's, that's my personal connection other people have different things. Maybe it's the ocean. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a busy street in Manhattan, whatever it is for you, where you get that, you know, and, and if it's happened to you, you know what I'm talking about. You get that moment where everything kind of clicks and you have this sort of larger appreciation for the universe around you, right? You feel connected to the world. Um, and so being able to get into those geographic places is always helpful um, so those are some of the sort of tangible things that you can start doing. The other thing I I want to mention, and it's, I think it's a great resource. Of course, I do. I'm biased. Uh, we did just launch the last, I think it's by the time you're listening to this, I think it's last week, a, um, a free course. To help you um, start jumpstart this process, so you can sign up on our website or on our Instagram in our in our uh, there's a link in our bio. You can sign up for it. It's uh, it's free, so there's nothing to lose, and it's uh, seven days to help you kind of walk through this process of getting started. Now you're not going to be done with the process in seven days because wouldn't that be great? It's, right, it's a <laughs> lifelong process, <laughs> but if you're, you know, like me or like Tova, it's always nice to have somebody helping you kind of in the beginning, figure out like, okay, they said all this, that's great, but I'm in my car, I'm drinking coffee, I'm doing, I'm like working while I'm listening to you. And I'm going to forget all of these things that you just said, which is what I would be saying if I were listening right now. Um, So the course is, you know, written out for you, it gives you links, it tells you what to do, and it will help you kind of start the process. And we felt really strongly about making this course, um, because we talk about this so much and we are so invested in this process, both personally and with the business. We, we just felt like we really needed to give this to people to, to have a chance to kind of kickstart the process and and get it going.
0: Well, and one of my favorite things about working with a coach is to have, um, like when I work with my coach about, like, I don't have to make decisions, right? Yes. So yes. I don't just tell me what I'm supposed to journal about, like, just tell me what meditation I'm supposed to do. And then I will do it. Why do you make me think of things, right? And that is, you know, my perfectionism kind of coming in because I want to make sure like I'm doing it right, right? <laughs> Um, and I will say that my coach has helped me a lot by, you know, reminding me that, you know, your journaling could be a list or your journaling could be a bunch of phrases. It doesn't have to be like dear diary, you know, and then a whole story, but that, you know, for me, it is a huge help for someone to say, this is what meditation you should be doing this today. And that is honestly how I started making meditation, a, a daily habit was because I relied on somebody first telling me what to do because I felt lost um, at figuring it all out. And I'll just add two more ideas um, because I think they're both very important, especially for people who are initially uncomfortable with stillness and the quiet. And, you know, there are meditations, like um, I had some favorites on, I believe Headspace and maybe Calm and definitely Insight. Believe me, I've I've tried all these apps because I was trying to figure out what worked for me, where there's some walking meditations. And so if you are somebody who needs to move, but you're normally listening to like a true crime podcast while you're walking, like, you know, turn that off for 10 minutes and listen to a walking meditation. And it will often have you check in on your senses and the smells. And it can be very, very calming, even if you're moving. Um, The other thing was a tip that my therapist gave me was like, if you have, um, I don't want to say her name out loud because she'll ask me what I need, but if you have a way to set alarms in your house, whether it's on your watch or your phone or Something else. Um, you can set alarms throughout the day. And she always suggested to me that they could just be like for a 30-second check-in, like throughout your day, like, okay, what have I done? All right. I haven't actually talked to myself at all today. <laughs> I've just run around. Um, and that's, you know, honestly one reason that I like to do meditation in the morning, because then I can be like, well, worst case scenario, I meditated this morning. At least I got that in. But <laughs> Yeah,
1: It's like making your bed for me at this point. Like I have to make my bed and meditate and that way I know I've accomplished something in the day.
0: Yeah. But I've definitely stumbled across meditations that I use when I'm feeling off throughout the day. I mean, Riley knows I have a favorite one. It's seven minutes long. It's called like magic blanket or something. And I get all wrapped in this like mystical blanket and it really helps me. So you don't have to meditate through in the morning. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect every day, you know? Um, and that is though why accountability is so important because it is hard with many of us who are both overly busy, um, and strive to do things perfectly. You know, I, I just saw something, um, or read something, I can never remember if things are quotes or in books or Instagram or where I see things, but, um, it was essentially, and and I apologize because I can't credit whoever tweeted this or wrote it or said it that, you know, if you did, if you did your best every day, then it would just become your normal, (laughs) like, you know,
1: (laughs) and that's, that's true. And that would raise the bar
0: every single time, every single day. It's very (laughs) exhausting when you think about, so, um, the whole point is, you know, just to do what you can do in that moment. And it might mean a nighttime, maybe a nighttime meditation is what you need. Maybe you need that. Like you're looking forward to it every day. Um, or maybe it's something throughout. It doesn't have to be perfect, but I think as a society, um, we are all better off. If especially women take the time to make sure that we are speaking truly from our most inner voice and not just parroting what the world is telling us to believe.
1: Yeah, I think that's absolutely true again. And um, one thing I forgot to mention in the sort of toolbox that we recommend to people is um, if you want to pick up a daily reader, that is also a great way to get started. I know both Tova and I, have several, uh, the one that I gravitate towards is, um, one by Melody Beatty. I never pronounced her last name. Right. Um, and it's, but it's great because, you know, you open to the day, the date in the book and you read her short essay for the day and it just starts you thinking and it gets you to a place of contemplation. And that is helpful if you are somebody who, like Toba said before, if you're struggling with like, oh, well, what am I going to journal about? I don't even have anything to journal about. And then you were making your grocery list in your journal. I not that I've ever done that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, if that's something that you struggle with, and I think all of us do, it's a great way to sort of stimulate your mind to start thinking about, you know, these sort of deeper inner thoughts, right? And to start getting that go like getting the juices flowing, if you will. And, um, if nothing else, it's very soothing to read it every day and to have it kind of enter your mind and enter your body and, and have those sorts of words and thoughts to, to have, um, in your morning routine. So that's another way that you can start the practice. Um, if you're struggling and if it's like, you know, you, you do all of these things, or you do the course and you're just going, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's crazy. I'm struggling. I don't know where to start. Um, you know, you may, you may want a coach, you may want somebody to help you through the process that I know for me, when I started doing all these things, I really needed accountability. I needed somebody to, not just accountability. I needed validation. Um, and I needed somebody to help me believe in what I was doing because it doesn't change everything overnight. And I really like instant gratification. (laughs) I struggle with that. You know, you're putting all this effort in and you want things to be better, like immediately, right. Um, or to be easier immediately or to like, you, you know, you want things to be suddenly, clear. And, um, especially if you've spent as much time in therapy and doing personal development work (laughs) as I have, and then you're like, okay, well now I'm going to do this and it's going to be super easy. And then you do it and it's not. Um, so when I started working with a coach, it, it was partially to help, you know, kickstart the process, but then it was also a lot about validation of my feelings and my experience and what I was seeing and hearing and feeling and who I, who I was hearing inside. And so all of those things may be true for you as well. And, you know, seeking out somebody to kind of walk you through that process is, um, is not a bad idea. It's, Oh, you know, we talk about it all the time. We always seek outside help. We think it's a great thing to do, whether you need somebody um, with a medical degree, or if you're looking for a coach, all of these things are useful ways to kind of help you along your journey and help you through your process. So we would encourage you to, to think about those kinds of things as well.
0: Well, and I will just add that I have both a coach and a therapist and they serve different purposes. And then mm-hmm. I've also surrounded myself with friends who are, you know, kind of going through the same process to a certain extent, so that I can say, Oh, hey, I did this great meditation, or they can share one with me, or um where your it's not every friend, right? I'm not like all my friends and I aren't sharing each other's meditations, but like it is it is nice. And and the one thing about the coach is that you do get that, that gratification and it can be instant because you can send a, you can do a meditation and you can kind of have a aha moment. Right. And you can text your coach and go, Oh my gosh, I just did this. And I just realized this. And she's like, that's amazing. You're doing such good work. I'm so proud of you. Like heart emoji. And you're just like, yes, I'm awesome. And that's just, (laughs) yes, yes right and that's just not something that as adults we get right we don't get gold stars we don't get like um you know not to say that people don't say oh i'm proud of you but like we we don't get gold stars and so um especially through this kind of process which can be a slog and you can have moments where you're like oh my gosh i'm listening to my inner voice and all is aligned and then there's other moments where you're just like nope not no that's not happening it's not happening today and so having that coach kind of saying, no, you really are going through the right process. And it's like, um, when you're trying to maybe eat healthier and you hit a plateau or exercise and you, you can't get faster. Right. And you've hit this plateau. It's so helpful to have a trainer. So they say, no plateaus happen. You're right where you're supposed to be. And that's what, you know, our coach at least does, does for me where, to have someone say, you haven't messed up the last 20 years. You are right where you're supposed to be. And you're doing a great job. And that meditation is great. And so um, the whole point of you know this conversation and, and every conversation we've had though, is that we all need to find or make the time and, um, let go of our perfectionist tendencies. And I was, I was literally just telling Riley right before we started that I came across a needle point that I purchased in my goal to be more creative this year. And I was like, I really should do that. And my first thought was like, no, it's going to look like crap. And I had to give myself kind of a harsh, um, pep talk of like, yeah, it will probably look like crap. You've never done needlepoint before in your life. It's it's, that's the way it's supposed to be. It's okay. So this is my pep talk to you. The first time you do meditation, it's going to be really weird and you're going to feel uncomfortable and that's okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. Don't pick a 30 minute meditation, (laughs) pick a short one, pick an easy one. Be happy that you had five minutes without anybody knocking on your door. If you have to do it in your car, do it in your car. Like not when you're driving, because that would not be peaceful or safe. But when you've parked somewhere before you go into the house, I am not ashamed to say I have done meditations in my car after I've sent my children inside, because I was like, I need to reset my attitude before I speak to my children again. <laughs> um, and we've all appreciated that. So you know, this is me telling you that the first time you ever do needlepoint, it might not look great. And that's okay. We all have to do our first time. But if we let the fear of us not doing it perfectly prevent us from doing it, then, you know, that sucks. It's going to hold us back from everything. So that's why we're out here. That's right. So I guess it's homework time.
1: Um, And This week, your homework is super easy, um, but it is a challenge as well. So we're going to challenge all of you to sign up for our free course um, and actually start the process of what we're talking about and tuning in and really start hearing what's going on inside of you and noticing how maybe that's different than what you thought it was. Um, so you can find it, like we said before, you can find it on our website or you can find it on our, um, even easier. You can find it on our Instagram in our, uh, in our bio it's, there's a link right there for it. And we would like for you guys to sign up for it. It's free. It's going to arrive in your inbox every single day for seven days. And then while you're doing the course, we want you to let us know how it's going. You know, talk to us, tell us, do you need, this, do you need some heart emojis? Cause we have them, we, we can send them <laughs> your way as Toma mentioned. Um, you know, do you need a little extra support? Do you want to go even deeper? Let's talk about it. So that's your homework. Reach out to us, let us know how it's going And, uh, we are excited for you to start this process to, you know, to tune out all that excess baggage and noise that none of us really need. And, um, yeah, to hear what,
0: what's going on inside of you. Yeah, That's about it. We are excited to go on this process with you and we are excited to launch season, uh, season four, I almost said season 14. Whoa. Uh, But season four is still just as exciting. And we are excited to launch that with you. So we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to We Go Boldly podcast. We're honored you took the time out of your busy day to listen and grow with us as we strive to build an intentional life, filled with purpose, meaning, and courage. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you let us know.
1: Head to Apple podcasts today to rate and review our show while you're there. Be sure to subscribe to
0: we go boldly podcast. So you get notified when our next episode is live. How are you creating a purposeful life? What is holding you back? Let us know over on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at go boldly together for more
1: information on the show and how we can work together to create your best and boldest future.
0: Visit we today. Stay tuned each week and join us in creating a bold society of limitless women.